emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. I want to start by saying happy Thanksgiving to all of our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners. We thank you so very much for tuning in to tonight's show. We are just a couple of days away, can't believe it, uh, from Thanksgiving. That's right. Um, I know many of you are getting your uh, Thanksgiving festivities together and all the all the fixings for Mr. Turkey, uh, you know, the turkey, the dressing, the macaroni and cheese, the 
candy yams, the the cranberry sauce. Oh my God, I'm making myself hungry <laughs> just talking about it. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it. But we just thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's show. I mean, where has the year gone? It's getting away from us. Believe it or not, once Thanksgiving is over with, then we have Christmas coming. And right after that, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we're in 2020. And 2019 will be history. It's amazing. Time waits on no man. But we thank you so much again for tuning in to tonight's show. We've got another great show in store for you. This Thanksgiving Day edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we have a very special guest, a good friend of ours, new friend of the show, Dr. Rebecca Fleming, uh, who is a uh, author and speaker. I'm so happy to have her on uh, the show with us on tonight, we'll be sharing with you our interview with her in just a few minutes. Uh, her three books are A Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power, uh, Finding Fearless, and her latest book, Love Lessons. We talk about all three of those books during tonight's show, uh, what inspired her to write. Uh, she just has a lot of great experience that I can't wait to share with you during tonight's show. We'll be sharing her interview with you in just a, in just a little bit. Also, during our What Are You Thinking About segment, where we talk about what you're thinking about, we're going to be talking about Gabrielle Union and Julianne Huff's abrupt exit from America's Got Talent. That's right, guys. They are gone, finished, finito. Uh, they're no longer a part of the America's Got Talent uh, television show, and uh, we're going to be sharing with you why they're now no longer a part of it during our What Are You Thinking About segment. Also, we're going to be sharing with you part two of our discussion of Colin Kaepernick's workouts, you know, there's two sides to every story, and we've heard Colin, uh, we've heard uh, Stephen A. Smith's side, and now I want to share with you a little bit about a little bit from Roland Martin. In fact, I'm going to during our uh, thinking out uh, during our what are you thinking about segment, share with you a couple clips from both of their shows to kind of give you um, a, a, a better perspective and more con- add some more context. Uh, to the actual workout, so you'll get a bit a better picture of what actually took place uh, just a, a couple weeks ago. And during our "What Are You Thinking About" segment, where we talk about what you're thinking about, we're going to be debuting a new song from a new artist that you probably haven't heard from before. His name is God Knows Ronnie Jr. The song is entitled "Remember Me." You know, we've been getting some. Uh, song submissions uh, from our uh, email thinking out loud radio show at gmail.com want to shout out Nicole Visor who I believe is uh, God knows Ronnie Jr.'s agent uh, who has been sending us some song submissions and he is a South African artist that's right guys so um, I hope they're listening tonight we sent them the link to the show so um, you know (laughs) I am. We could be. um, Our show is being listened to in South Africa. Can you believe that? I can't either. I'm pinching myself, even as we speak. I'm. I'm. It's just beyond unbelievable. So, I hope they're listening on tonight. Again, shouts out to Nicole Visor and God knows Ronnie Junior. We're going to be playing this song during our "What You're Thinking About" segment in just a few minutes. And, of course, we have a dynamic thought of the week directly in line with our theme for tonight's show, the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
entitled Thankful. So, uh, guys, we've got a great show in store for you on tonight. Those that are new listeners to the show, you can catch our show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio and on all of the podcasting networks like Spotify, Google Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, TuneIn, Radio.com, and even on our website, MichaelNemis.com. We have, uh, this is our 139th show, guys. That's right, 139 shows that we've done in this two years that we've been on the air. We truly appreciate you, uh, our day ones that have been supporting us, and those who are just tuning in. If you're tuning in for the first time, we thank you for taking a few minutes to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I know it's going to bless you. So without any further ado, let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, Few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where where you absolutely disgust me. I'm dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? November 26th edition of the What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about everything that you're thinking about. And we kick off tonight's show talking about Gabrielle Union and Julianne Huff's uh, abrupt exit from America's Got Talent. That's right, guys. They are gone. In fact, they are what we're calling fired, believe it or not. Yeah, I can't believe it either. Uh, According to BET.com, Gabrielle Union will reportedly not be returning for the next season of America's Got Talent. And it turns out the Being Mary Jane star actually did not leave on her own terms. Today, according to today, initially confirmed the initial news of Union's departure from the hit competition show, only mentioning that the actors will be busy in the coming year with other projects. However, according to Love B. Scott Union, who was a judge for one season, was fired after speaking out against some problematic situations that were taking place behind the scenes of the popular talent competition series, including racism, sexism, and more. In fact, her co-judge, Julianne Huff, will also not be returning for next season. Um, According to reports, Union's contract was not renewed after being the number one talent on the show. 
NBN Network TV. A source from the NBC told the site about her departure. She set the record for her golden buzzer. You all remember she was the one who gave Cody Lee the buzzer, uh, uh, the golden buzzer that sent him to the finals, which ultimately got him to uh, win the competition. So, uh, yeah, she was the first golden buzzer. This was her first season on America's Got Talent. And according to reports, she was the the um, the highest um, rated um, star on the show. And she's fired. I can't believe it either. I mean, I really enjoyed Gabrielle. I thought she was a really refresh, refreshing face to the show. She gave the show. Um, she, she was just such an inspiration, I think to the young people on the show um, and uh, was always, you know, giving words of encouragement to the talent, um, you know, and Julianne Huff was as well. Huff was as well. Uh, but, it, but it seems, according to reports, the two of them have had problems with Simon Cowell. Uh, according to the reports, they only replaced the women and blacks at Simon Cowell's whim. Uh, she wouldn't walk away from $12 million because she's busy. You know, so that that lets us know that that she was fired because anybody in their right mind wouldn't walk away from twelve million dollars. I don't care how busy you are. <laughs> but uh, we're sad to see um, uh, Gabrielle Union go. I know that she's probably going to walk into some some bigger and better projects, but we definitely um, love seeing her on America's Got Talent. I know you do as well, or you did as well. You know. Also, in uh, today's show, we wanted to, um, you know, pick up a little bit where we left off talking about uh, Colin Kaepernick's workout. Um, You know, we talked last week about Stephen A. Smith's comments, and, um, you know, we didn't play any of them. But during tonight's What Are You Thinking About segment, I thought I would play a little clip from Stephen A. Smith as well as a clip from Roland Martin's uh, digital uh, television show uh, that he's producing on YouTube and Twitter. Twitter and Facebook, uh, you need to really catch it. I, I, and, and because of um, Roland's comments, I've now become another, now become a new fan of his. Uh, I've, I've like always liked his journalism, but but you know I really enjoyed the take he had on this Colin Kaepernick situation because it's one that he and I share. And I talked about it during our last show. But I want to give you a clip of uh, Stephen A. Smith talking to uh, Terrell Owens. Uh, and uh, Max Kellerman uh, on um, a recent taping of First Take. Take a listen. And this is no disrespect to Max Kellerman at all. The other day on the air, I said to Max Kellerman, when it comes to racism, you're a spectator. You're not somebody who's been victimized by it, like black people have. So there's there's just... Uh, 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 a portion of this that has nothing to do with him. When you sit up there, you imply that a white dude is more black than me. You don't just insult me, you insult yourself because you have gone about the business of denigrating a brother because he's not marching lockstep with what you believe he should be. Now, if I spoke and said, there is no racial oppression, there is no racism, there is no police brutality, that I could understand. But all of this is because I've taken the position as unfair as the NFL may have been in all of this, and they have a different story. At the end of the day, you're saying 
You want to work out for an NFL team, it's there for you. And you walk in, and then I bring up how he walks in with a Kuta Kente shirt. I said, if you've got 31 of the 32 owners who are white billionaires, how is that going to come across? You know what somebody said to me the other day? If he had to go to court, would he have showed up in that shirt? No, because that probably would have alienated you against the judge. The same principle applies. If you know that you want something, but you are you are displaying actions that gets in the way of you accomplishing that, where is that going to get you? And my last point is this. What? We got young brothers and young sisters out here who are looking at you, me, him, various others, role models, direction, how to act to get what you want. And all I'm saying is, yo, there's a whole bunch of people fighting for you, Colin Kaepernick. If you get in your own way by how you elect to handle something, how is that going to help you? T.O., you and I have had this conversation about you in the past, where I pulled you to the side. We've had private conversations. And I said to you, yo, T.O., it ain't going to work. But the reason why I had so much respect for you back then, and I do now, don't get me wrong, but I'm just talking about at that time, was because you were someone who was willing to stand front and center and speak for yourself and address the inquiry out there so no one could misinterpret what you were saying or could speak for you. You were speaking for you. This man, is a, he's, he's given a little paragraph or speech here. Then he goes away and leaves black people to go against one another and calls himself trying to, bring, trying to be a galvanizing figure. I don't get that. I don't get that. Floor is yours. Now that you've heard Stephen A. talk about what he thinks Colin Kaepernick should have done, and again, uh, the point at the pointed issue is whether he should have signed this waiver. The NFL wanted him to sign, which essentially would have signed away his rights to everything uh, that he that he did in the workout, including the video that was taken. Um, I want you to take a listen to Roland Martin's take on this because I believe this is what actually is happening. Uh, and 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 Colin, as I said in our last show, was simply trying to change the narrative of all of this and in, in, in his favor because he essentially would have been taken complete advantage of by the NFL if he did things their way. Take a listen. For me, that's what's really going on. So let me unpack even further, because some of y'all might be saying, I don't understand why so much attention on Colin. Because you're saying Kenny Stills, who still is kneeling, got traded for the Miami Dolphins to my Houston Texans. He played Sunday. Eric Reed, who was at the workout Saturday, who flew back in time. For, to, for his team meetings with the Carolina Panthers. They played the Latin Falcons on Sunday. Eric, who also protested, is still in the league. Malcolm Jenkins, Philadelphia Eagles, who protested, is still in the league. Michael Bennett mm. protested. Now with the Dallas Cowboys, was with the Seattle Seahawks, then went to the Patriots, now with the Dallas Cowboys. He was protesting until he went to the Cowboys. So you might be saying, I, I don't understand. Let me, let me go back. Kenny Steels is a wide receiver. Eric Reed is a defensive back. Malcolm Jenkins is a defensive back. Michael Bennett is a defensive end. 
quarterback position is a much different, different, peculiar position. Mm -hmm. Why is that? If you had to establish the hierarchy of an NFL team, it really is owner, management, head coach, quarterback. Depending on the quarterback, quarterback in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, put him above the head coach. So the quarterback position is unlike any other position in the NFL. It is the one position closely aligned to ownership. Why do you think when Cam Newton was being drafted by Carolina, old boy, old school, racist Jerry Richardson, called him in and said, I don't want no tattoos for my quarterback. Hmm. <laughs> not a wide receiver, not a defensive end, not a linebacker, but my quarterback. Because the quarterback is the premier position in the NFL. Many of you may not recall when the strike took place a couple decades ago. Guess who were the first players to cross the picket line? The quarterbacks. That's what ended the strike. The NFL knows the quarterback is different. I recall Sterling Sharp when he held out with the Green Bay Packers. Who was the quarterback who said, it's time for you to come back to camp? Brett Favre, the quarterback. A few years later, another Green Bay Packers wide receiver did the exact same thing. Brett Favre said the exact same thing. See, the quarterback position is that unique in the NFL. And so the owner knows full well, I can't have a renegade quarterback because that person is aligned with me. So the reason the NFL is so sensitive to what Colin Kaepernick is doing and why they are making an example out of him is because he plays the quarterback position. Let me also remind all of you, what was the one position that was the last holdout for the black athlete? Mm -hmm. quarterback. It was the position that we were told we could not play. Mm -hmm. Even though Grambling, Florida A&M, other HBCUs, they are the originators of the pro offense. The black quarterback could not play. In fact, Grambling and Florida A&M set up their offenses, offenses to specifically create a similar scenario where their quarterbacks could play the next level. But the NFL refused to play black quarterbacks. Hmm. If you were the black quarterback, it was you had to have the intellect to read the defenses, to understand what was going on. They said we could play every other position mm -hmm. besides that. On defense, what was the quarterback position? Middle linebacker. That was the last position that we could play. We could play the speed positions, wide receiver, defensive back. We could play offensive line, defensive line. We could play running back. But they said on defense, y'all can't play middle linebacker. And on offense, y'all can't play quarterback. You need to understand the history of the NFL and what is going on here. The reality is what they don't like is that Colin Kaepernick refuses to say Toby. Mm -hmm. And the reality is there are lots of people who are in media, 
are black who have said Toby. There are individuals who are on social media who have said Toby. Because what they're saying is, do whatever you need to do. Bend over, bow down, buckle, give in, in order to play in the NFL. But why is it that some of us don't have the courage to stand up to these individuals. I recall a certain player called last name McMahon. Remember him? Chicago Bears wore a headband that said Roselle. Thumbed his nose at the NFL, at the commissioner, did whatever he wanted, led the Chicago Bears to a Super Bowl. Do you know what he was called? Eccentric. He was called a renegade. Was he ever kicked out of the NFL? No, he wasn't. It's interesting that same team has a trash quarterback from North Carolina who can't play a lick. (laughs) They have a Super Bowl quality defense, Mm -hmm. but they literally are going to lose because they will stick with a loser quarterback than sign somebody like Colin Kaepernick. Folks, we deal with facts, and we understand the facts in this case here. And the bottom line is this here. There is no other reason that Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL other than the fact that he plays quarterback and he dared to challenge a country when it came to the police brutality and the killing of black men. This has nothing to do with the anthem, has nothing to do with the flag, What it has to do with is institutional racism in this country where people are more concerned with a piece of cloth as well as the hurt feelings of police officers than they are with the First Amendment. You cannot praise the symbols that you say Colin Kaepernick was against, such as the flag and as well as the anthem, if you can't praise the First Amendment that the man used, and that is the right to protest. We'll see what happens next. I doubt very seriously that any team is gonna call Colin Kaepernick because the last thing they want is Kunta Kente. So I'm gonna give Roland the last word with this. I I really believe, I really and truly believe that Colin went about it the right way. It might not have been appealing to people like Stephen A. Smith who claim that they've been working in the background for this guy. But I, but I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. And whether he gets back in the league or not, I think that's not really the point of all of this. I think he was really trying to be true to himself, true to what he was standing for, what he knelt for, uh, by not kowtowing to the 32 owners in the NFL. Because at the end of the day, I believe that the courts may end up getting back involved in this if another lawsuit is filed against them uh, by Colin Kaepernick and his team, uh, his legal team, you know, and who knows, you know, they may uh, force the NFL to uh, to do things the right way and give him a workout and and uh, which will ultimately uh, get him back on a team. Who knows? I mean, but again, I'm in support, still standing with Colin Kaepernick, and I hope you are as well. 
And finally, we are debuting a brand new song from a brand new artist, God Knows, Ronnie Jr. Remember me right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check it out. Do whatever you are, remember me. Jr. shouts out to Nicole Visor for that song submission all the way from South Africa, guys. I can't believe it either. We're so excited. Thanks again, God Knows Ronnie Jr. for that song. We truly, truly appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed uh, tonight's edition of What Are You Thinking About 7, where we talk about everything that you're thinking about. Uh, remember, you can hit us up on uh, Twitter at TOL Radio Show, MSN, the TOL Radio Show uh, on Twitter and Instagram, or hit us up on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show, or just go to our website at michaelnemons.com. Leave us a comment on our thinking out loud radio show fan page. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night, but when we come back, we get right into our interview with author and speaker. Rebecca Fleming. You don't want to go anywhere, guys. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back.
You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95, or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is radio host Michael Nimmons, and yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. All right, everybody, we are back on another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we have a, um, a very special guest on the line with us on tonight. Good friend of ours, new friend of the show. So happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But before we get into our interview we want to give her a proper introduction. Uh, Dr. Rebecca Fleming is an author and speaker. She's authored three books, and her first book is entitled a, po- a Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power. Her second is Finding Fearless, and her latest book, which we're going to be talking lo- a lot more about, 
during this interview is entitled Love Lessons. Dr. Fleming is also a military vet serving in the Marine Corps as an operations specialist. However, much of her focus as a career has been on career development and adult education. She's an excellent speaker and also a performance poet. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show and good friend of ours, Dr. Rebecca Fleming. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Dr. Fleming. Thank you so much for the introduction. Absolutely, absolutely. We're so very happy to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we were talking off uh, off air um, you know, we were, we went, you and I have been trying to connect to have you on the show and, uh, just both of us, uh, busy with life and, uh, unable to connect, unfortunately, but today we're very happy, uh, that we were able to carve out time, uh, for you to be on the thinking out loud radio show. And we're so very excited to have you as a guest. Yes, thank you so much. I remember when we both were uh, working on our books at the same time, and it just seems like we were were ships passing in the night every time I went somewhere with my book. I saw you there with your book. So I do uh, appreciate this time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, let's let's get to it. Uh, Dr. Fleming, I want you to introduce yourself to our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners. Well, you've kind of covered some of what I call the surface points of my life in the fact that, yes, I am an author, a speaker, um, a military veteran. Um, I actually served in two branches of the military. I served uh, four years active duty in the Marine Corps and then another nine years in the Michigan Army National Guard. Um, I am a wife. I have a beautiful husband named Kevin. Um, wonderful. I've known my husband since we were five years old. Wow. Um, two of us, we have, yes, yeah, uh, long, long relationship. Between the two of us, we have six sons. Um, my oldest son, Robert, who is my stepson, he's in California. Um, my son, Jeremiah, is in Georgia. Um, unfortunately, we lost a child in 2017. My son, Chris, um, was 21 when he uh, had a car accident. He was driving while texting and not wearing a seatbelt. Mm. So that's one of the messages that I share in this new book is um, I'm always telling people, please do not text and drive because I lost something beautiful uh, behind the wheel of a car just because of texting. Um, in addition to that, I have twin boys that are 16. Um, they recently got jobs, and so they're driving us crazy uh, with these work schedules and working at McDonald's and running back and forth. Uh, but it's a beautiful time in their lives. And uh, my last son, my little one, uh, it seems like every decade I try for a girl. Uh, my last son, uh, Kevin Jr., is five. So I have a big, full life with uh, children. Um, in addition, I um, am a regional manager with the state of Michigan. Um, I manage a great team of veterans. And our task is to go out and help our fellow veterans find employment and overcome any barriers. Um, oftentimes, we work with veterans who are ex-offenders, who are homeless, um, who may lack the, the proper credentials that they need to find employment. And so my team, my wonderful team, we go out and we advocate for these veterans with employers. Uh, we connect them with community resources. We help them uh, promote uh, priority of service. Uh, we help them get into apprenticeships. We do a number of great things with, with the veteran community here in Michigan, so I'm really excited to do that. And on top of all of that, I'm writing books. As you mentioned, I uh, got some poetry coming way down the pipeline. And uh, just just overall, just a busy, full, blessed life. Wow, wow. 
tremendous tremendous and those that are listening on tonight um as i said uh she's a new friend of the show but good friend of ours uh, dr fleming and i met when i worked for um the talent investment agency in lansing michigan uh briefly out there uh with the state of michigan and uh, we became good friends and both were writing uh writing books at the same time and uh, our paths crossed and uh, we've stayed in touch again, trying to uh, uh, reconnect and have her on uh, our podcast. And thankfully, we're able to do that, uh, do that today. And so with that in mind, you know, um, I looked at her bio on her website. Very impressive, by the way, uh, just uh, a woman of varying experience and uh, adult education and career development and strategic planning and she's a regional manager for uh, veterans as she said and you know I, I wonder you know with all of that experience in those areas it seems um, your, your, your book writing would be more focused on what your career um, your career path has been but it seems that your your books are more spiritually focused and I'm wondering you know what what inspired you uh, to become an author what inspired you to write about wisdom and power and finding fearless and love lessons what you know those seem to be very spiritually minded books and so you know we're going to get into those those the, the summary of those books um, in, in just a few minutes but want to kind of find out you know uh, what inspired you to become an author? Yeah, so it's it's actually a twofold uh, answer. The the first piece of that um, is that uh, underneath all of those accomplishments and things that I, that we talked about um, is the grounding of my relationship with my Lord and Savior Savior Jesus Christ. And in order for me to perform and to do all the things that I do in terms of helping my husband, my family, write books, you know, lead veterans, serve in our military. Uh, promote education. Um, I happen to be a master resume writer. I write, you know, several resumes for people, and I have I have the magic touch. It seems. Wow. Underneath all of that is is my is my uh, spirituality and my grounding and my relationship with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, in addition, uh, we belong to a phenomenal um, empowerment zone. Uh, my church, First Baptist World Changes International Ministries under the uh, anointed leadership of Apostle Lanell Caldwell and his beautiful wife, Pastor Caldwell, they deliver uh, what I like to call meat, which means that they deliver true word of God that um, will touch and empower you. And so um, that's kind of the first uh, component of these books is that, you know, I, I had been under this uh, leadership for so long and it just kept touching me and, and, and tugging at me. And I said, you know, this is a message that, needs to go further and, and, and beyond just these church walls. And so um, I've been very blessed um, to have the gift of writing. Um, now, I don't have the gift of math, but I definitely can write <laughs> in that gift. And uh, I have started to develop these books. Um, the Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power is not exactly um, as spiritual and faith-based, but the other two are, the other two books are. And so that's kind of the first part to your answer as to how and why I'm writing these books. Basically, God told me to and moved me to do it. So I'm taking that word and those lessons that I'm learning in my church, and I'm trying to spread that out into the world. 
the second part uh, to answer that question is, yes, I have been in uh, career services and workforce development um, since 2005. Uh, prior to that, I have another 15 years of human resources experience um, with the military and some civilian uh, positions. Um, however, my current job kind of ties my hands in that they won't let me write about workforce development. They kind of take uh, ownership or property of intellectual property of the things that I would produce. And so um, because I'm not able to write about workforce right now, um, I decided to not let that limit me because I wanted to understand the book industry and I wanted to understand what it meant to write and to self-publish and to edit and to work with marketing and all these other things. And so I said, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be anchored and limited because the job limits me. I'm going to speak on something that the job cannot touch, but in the, at the same time I'm learning so that when I am ready to drop um, a few workforce development books or career services or things of that nature, because I have a lot to offer in that arena, um, I will be a much seasoned writer when I do so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, you know, I, I, um, and I'm, I'm definitely um, inspired by, you know, uh, the direction that you've taken because I understand as an author um, that book writing is therapeutic. Uh, you know, it gives you an opportunity to, you know, really just um, you know, put your thoughts down on paper and really see them, um, you know, live and live in color and write it right in your face and, and it takes a, a great deal of discipline uh, to be a self-published author uh, and to see your project from start to finish. And you've done that three times, and that is remarkable. And um, and so uh, it, I agree with you that writing and starting off this way will definitely help you uh, as you continue, um, you know, writing books and and uh, and if you plan to write. Uh, uh, write books uh, dealing with in, in career development and workforce development later on. It's, this this experience will definitely help you um, in doing so. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with Dr. Rebecca Fleming on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're so very happy to have her on the show with us on tonight. Just so uh, thrilled and, and excited to have her on the show. Good friend of ours known her for some time now and been trying to connect and fortunately we've been able to connect with her and fortunately on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So Dr. Fleming, I want you to give our listeners a brief summary of each of the three books that you've written, starting with Pocket Full of Wisdom, Finding Fearless, and your latest book, Love Lessons. Yes, so Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power came about uh, kind of in an odd way. Um, I would have all of these great thoughts that would just roll through my mind, and then eventually I said, hmm, I should write those down. Um, and in my office, I had a, uh, a poster or a, um, a picture up with a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, and I just said, oh, wow, if Eleanor can do that, then I can do it too. So the Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power is really quotes that I have created um, that I put together, and then it kind of toggles between quotes and scriptures that um, empower me. And so I've, I've kind of toggled back and forth between my quotes and scriptures that I enjoy. Um, to give you an example, uh, one of my quotes is, um, being touched by God is very much like a piece of bread that becomes toast. It can never go back to being bread again. 
Um, mm. So just little little quotes like that that I've, I've kind of developed over over time. And the the pocket um, book is actually a series. So I have pocket full of wisdom and humor that's about to come out. Um, I just finished um, a pocket full of wisdom and short stories. Um, the idea is that they they kind of accompany uh, the larger books that I'm writing. Uh, Finding Fearless, um, that sec- that book came about because um, I actually um, have a fear of my own personal success, believe it or not. And so um, it was a journey for me to try to figure out what am I so afraid of. And um, not only what am I afraid of, once I figured out I was afraid of success, but how do I conquer that? And as I mentioned, my my faith-based relationship really just started to draw on me and it let me know that uh, fear is replaced by peace and peace is given to us by God. And so that's how you overcome fear. Um, and so that's how that book came about. And I thought it was appropriate to start my journey with that because um, we cannot operate from a position of fear. God does not give us a position of fear, but he gives us a position of power and authority. And so I had to embrace that. And what better way to do that than to write a book to try to not only empower myself, but to empower others. So that's how Finding Fearless came about. And then ironically, when I started writing that book, um, other books just started pouring into my spirit. So I actually have about six books kind of rattling around in my head. Um, Love Lessons is finished. The next book after that is on deck. Um, Love Lessons came about because um, in my journey, not only uh, in the military but in my personal life, I suffered from a number of different um, situations that um, could be deemed abusive. Um, I come from a very abusive home. Um, Being a woman in the military, I faced a lot of trials and tribulations that most uh, male veterans do not. Um, I've survived um, military sexual trauma, PTSD, um, a number of different things. And so when I looked back over my life for those things, I realized it was only by God's love that I was able to endure and do all of those things. And so I began this journey of trying to figure out, well, what is love and how, how is it being used or operated in my life? And so, again, my church home kind of built me up. And one of the things that I love so much is when God tells us that we are, his, we are the righteousness of God and that we are a holy be- being that is full of wisdom that's given to us by God through Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. And so that was, how I started Love Lessons. And so that book teaches you not only how God loves us as a planet, as a as a uh, creation, as a human being, but it teaches you how to love yourself. And you love yourself through God's lens and not necessarily the world's lens. And so that's um, the power that this book contains. Um, in addition, as I mentioned, uh, having lost a son, um, I lost that child in the middle of writing this book, and I had to really lean on uh, the Lord to understand that even though I'm dealing with something that's traumatic, God still loves me and God still uh, cares for me and empowers me and that I'm not to judge or challenge God and his decisions, but rather to rely on his love for me. And so that was another uh, key component of, of this book coming together. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Miss the college and pro football kickoff show featuring former all-pro wide receiver Derek Mason. 
course, man, I cannot let you go without talking a little bit about what's going on with uh, Jay-Z and the NFL. Catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past milling. So, Jay-Z, you may be past milling, but the guys that are still milling, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past milling. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table doesn't mean we all eat this thing. You're tuned in to the Three Hour Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. interview with author and speaker Dr. Rebecca Fleming. Let's get back into this powerful interview. Wow. Three powerful books. Three powerful books. Pockets full of wisdom and power. Finding Fearless and your latest book Love Lessons. I really... We're just very excited to have Dr. Rebecca Fleming on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on the Thanksgiving edition of of the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. Just sharing with us some insights about three of her books that are out on the market and you can purchase just uh, again, three powerful books talking about wisdom and power, finding fearless and your latest book, Love Lessons. And, you know. Um, it's so true when you were talking about your book, Finding Fearless, you know, the scripture came to mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And it's so important that we as children of God understand that we don't, again, operate in. We should not operate in a position of fear, but we should operate in a position of power. Great, great uh, insights into that book. And, you know, talking about your book love lessons you know you uh on the back cover the description of your book says that dr fleming fleming opens the door for everyone to discover what real love is and how how a life filled with real love can be yours i want you to tell our listeners what you think real love is and where they can find it well uh, i do want to say that um wrapping around your thanksgiving theme 
Um, I am so thankful that God loves me. And that is real mm-hmm. love. When you understand, you, when you understand the totality of how God loves you, God loves you so much that he makes an environment that is conducive for us to survive. God loves us so much that he aligns the, the sun, the moon, and the stars in such proper order that if they were a centimeter off, they could possibly burn or harm, or harm us. But God doesn't do that because he loves us. God loves us so much that he gives us oxygen, which is the third largest property in the, in the universe so that we can breathe and exist. Um, when I think about love, I think about how, how much God loves me that even though I have gone through a number of different trials and tribulations, I don't look halfway like what I've been through. You would not know that, um, that I was an abused child. You would not know that, that I am a, um, a disabled veteran. Um, all of these things um, are wrapped around and insulated in this bubble of love. Um, everything that God does for us, is, it comes and it starts from a position of love. And and what God poured into my spirit is that we are to embody his love and give that to the world. We are to have God-like qualities that we share with other people. So what better way to do that than to write about love and let you know that you are loved. And even though you may be going through some trials some tribulations, um, trust me, I, I buried my son and my mother within eight months of each other. Mm. Still standing here saying that God loves me, and I know that God loves me. Every time I wake up and I see my beautiful uh, faces of my babies and I can go to work and I can help a veteran or I can, you know, um, supervise an employee and and help them overcome situations, um, that is all God using me um, to be a vehicle to share his love with the world. And so that's what love means to me. It's not this lust, this material, this you know, oh, I'm cute and I got, you know, a nice hairstyle. That's not love. Real love is what is done on behalf of helping somebody else. And God has done so much to help me that I, I cannot um, I cannot contain that message anymore. I'm so thankful for that. I have to share that with the world. And so to me, that's, that's what real love is. And if you read the book, trust me, that door is going to be opened up to you as well. And you'll see um, – you'll have more clarity of, of the depths of the love that God has for all of us. Wow. Tremendous, tremendous. And I totally agree with you that, you know, the world thinks they know what real love is, but uh, they only have, uh, uh, they, 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 they actually, they don't even have a clue on what real love is until you know and have experienced God's love because, uh, he is definitely uh, the one that 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 when you experience his love, um, it is it's be there is no comparison. It is a love that is uh, unconditional. It's a love that uh, that transcends time, space. It transcends everything that you and I could ever experience. And his love is definitely real love, agape love. You know, the Greeks talk about the three different kinds of love, eros or erotic love and filio of, or friendship love. And then the final love is the third love is agape love. And that is the love that God gives. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent that it is, uh, a, it is real love. And when you experience God's love, it is indeed the greatest gift of all. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, and and I tell people this all the time. Uh, when you are faced with putting someone that you love in the ground forever, 
and you have to look at that person and know they're not here anymore. It is truly only the comfort of the Lord that comes um, and lifts you up and carries you through those through those times. It, it, there is no comparison to that love and that being insulated by the, by the Lord during the trials that come across our lives. Um, you know, and I love I love all ty- all types of people. I love my children. I love my husband. I love my friends. But God's love is on a whole nother level. And 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 if you took a moment to really really think about, you know, oh God, you carried me to get me safely home when the roads were rough. Or, you know, thank God, you know, that I have a job and I, I can wake up and go somewhere and have something to do. Thank God that I'm in my right mind. Thank God I'm not somewhere, you know, a hoarder or or strung out on drugs or all of these things that could have overtaken me. Um, and it's only by God's mercy and his grace, which is, you know, God showing us his love. So, uh, you know, it, it's a phenomenal uh, thing. It's a phenomenal experience that I, I would want for every person on this planet to to experience. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Author and speaker, Dr. Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about. Uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly, but we see young men all across America, and we, we know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran, and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time, and that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
it's their birthday, they need a gift for that special someone, then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I know you enjoyed our interview with Dr. Rebecca Fleming, author and speaker. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. Wow. I know you guys are enjoying our Thanksgiving edition with our good friend, new friend of the show, Dr. Rebecca Fleming. So happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show author and speaker. She's written three books, uh, the, po- the uh, A Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power, Finding Fle- Fearless, and her latest book, which we've been talking about, Love Lessons. And so happy to have her on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, um, you know, this is uh, Thanksgiving. It'll be here in just a few days. And, you know, we talked, you talked, you already told us, one thing that you're thankful for, uh, but I'm sure there are more that you can share with us. Uh, Dr. F- uh, Dr. Fleming, you know, again, Thanksgiving is just a few days away. But uh, tell our listeners, what are some other things you're thankful for? You told us that God's love is definitely at the top of your list. Um, and uh, I, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, what, what are some other things that you're thankful for during this Thanksgiving season? I, I'm also thankful for my man of God. My husband uh, is the head of our household, and to have a man who honors God and who encourages and supports our family to seek out God in all things is a beautiful thing. Uh, my husband is not my first husband, um, and the other experience that I had was not a godly experience, but this experience with my husband being wrapped up in a a God-led marriage. I'm so thankful for that. I mean, my husband is, he has such a beautiful heart, such a beautiful spirit. And I'm so thankful that I have someone like that to share the, the third and the fourth quarter of my life, as I say sometimes, to share the rest of this journey with. So I'm very thankful for my husband. Um, I'm very thankful for his family, his extended family. They're beautiful and wonderful to me. Um, I have uh, five beautiful sons. Um, that I'm very thankful for. Um, I'm also uh, extremely grateful to have had the um, experiences that I've been blessed to have. Um, as, I, as I mentioned, I, I was a child that was um, raised uh, abusively, but I was also a child that was born and raised on welfare. And to be able to break those cycles uh, through education, uh, being able to go to Wayne State, uh, the University of Phoenix, uh, Walden University, and break all of those cycles and give my children an opportunity to have and be something bigger and greater than what I came from um, to bind up that, that spirit of poverty. 
um, through just hard work and efforts, I'm very grateful to have that. I'm also thankful for the mil- military experiences. I have a, a large military family that um, is uh, international, um, so I'm very thankful to have those experiences. Um, to be honest, uh, I'm fighting diabetes, and every day that I wake up and I have the use of my, my body, I'm not blind, I'm not crippled, I'm not broken, um, is it, you know, is yet another reason to be thankful, to be to to be blessed. Um, it's just it's just so so many things. Um, I'm thankful that I can cook, so I know how to cook. So I'm going to be cooking for the holiday. <laughs> I mean, that skill too. So just just a number of different things that I that I personally am thankful for. <laughs> wow, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful! I know you guys are enjoying our interview on our Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show with our good friend, author, and speaker, Dr. Rebecca Fleming. She's just been sharing with us some of the things that she's thankful for during this holiday season. You know, Thanksgiving is just a few days away. Uh, Are there some uh, Thanksgiving traditions that, uh, you know, or or plans that you you have with your family that uh, you don't mind sharing with our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners? Um, so uh, um, I am a working woman, so I find that I usually take that Wednesday off and I cook all my foods on Wednesday so that I can just eat and rest on Thursday. I do a little Black Friday shopping, and then I come home and I put up my tree um, because, again, because I work, that's usually a, a given day off. And I take that tree down on New Year's Day, which is another day off. I'm not trying to bring the new year in with, with that tree up. So... <laughs> uh, the traditions that I've created for myself that I share um, um, with other people, which have worked well for us, because I don't want that tree up longer than, than New Year's Day. <laughs> Let's see. Um, cooking? Um, I guess I'm a little bit old school. I, I still use turkey legs in my collars, and uh, <laughs> I clean them with baking soda real good. they nice and tender stuff my turkey with an apple and some pears, which makes it really, really soft. So I do that, and I marinate that bird in some uh, pear juice. Um, my children are really big on ham, so I do I do a ham now. I hadn't always done a ham, but I have to do a ham now because they eat so much. So <laughs> sweeten that ham or whatever, every sweetened thing I can find in the house, brown sugar, <laughs> um, um, cherries, pineapples. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Some of the things that we do. Wow, I know um the uh the the what you said about the tree. I've heard some people you know, you say you take your tree down after uh what, you know, the uh, New Year's Day, but uh I know some people have, you know, leave their tree up <laughs> long well past New Year's Day. <laughs> and uh yeah, right, right. And we know life happens and sometimes you get going into the new year and you don't get around to it. But when your tree is up, you know, three or four weeks after Christmas, (laughs) something is wrong. (laughs) My mother always taught us that on New Year's, you bring in the new year with your house clean and you make some black eyed peas so you can have some money for the year. So that's how I, I normally bring in my new year, cleaning my house and cooking a pot of black eyed peas with another ham. I want that new year to be prosperous. I heard that too. 
Right, right. I heard that too. <laughs> ah, I know you guys are enjoying our interview with our good friend and new friend of the show, Dr. Rebecca Fleming, on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So happy to have her on, just sharing with us some of her Thanksgiving traditions. Thanksgiving is just a few days away, and I know you all are getting your food and uh, del- uh, your food ready. Um, and everything, uh, you know, all the different preparations that you do uh, for Thanksgiving, which is, again, just a couple of days away. Can't believe it. The year is just about gone. Uh, unbelievable. You know, um, as we uh, get ready to wrap this interview on tonight with our good friend, I want you to tell our listeners what's coming up for you next. You've written three books already. You say you got about six more rolling around in your head, you said, uh but uh, I'm sure there are some other things you're working on. Share with our listeners what you got coming up next. Yes. So um, I do have a book that's on deck. Um, it's at the editor right now. Um, it will be released on Easter, Easter of 2020. And that book is Heavenly Heart, um, Understanding Holiness and the Benefits of Living a Holy Life. And uh, my husband asked me to write that book. It's a powerful, powerful book. In fact, I think it's my it's going to be my strongest uh, faith-based book here so far. In fact, I'm actually going to reach out to some uh, well-established pastors and, and ask them, hey, am I on track with this message? Am I, am I delivering the, 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 the power of holiness in a correct manner? Because I want it to be that solid. So um, that will be coming out Easter 2020, which in my mind is one of the holiest days that we have um, in the calendar. So um, I'm excited about that. Um, if God permits me, um, I'm looking at YouTube as well. I've, I've got the channel up and running, but now I need to actually uh, start recording. Um, and it's basically godly seed. And uh, what that is is just taking a scripture in a few minutes and saying, hey, this is how this, this word empowers my heart and how it, how it touches me. And can I pour a seed into you right quick and let that seed take root and uh, God empower and bless you. Um, all of these things uh, that that I'm talking about, you can see on my on my personal website, which is www.rebeccafleming.com. Uh, Rebecca has two C's, and Fleming, which starts with the F, Frank Fleming, has two M's. So RebeccaFleming.com will have all of those great things that I have coming down the pipeline. Wow! Wow! I know you guys have enjoyed our interview with Dr. Rebecca Fleming on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're just so happy to have had her on the show, sharing with us more, sharing with us about her three books and what she's thankful for. Uh, she's just had a a, a very um, uh, tremendous life, and we're just thanking God that she's um, on the show with us on tonight to share some of her life lessons with us uh, during the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So before we let you go, Dr. Fleming, I want you to tell our listeners where they can purchase your books, how they can follow you on social media and keep up with you and all the events that you have coming up. I was on your site and uh, again, you have book signings that you have uh, had in the past and I believe even some coming up. So share with our listeners where they can purchase your books and how they can follow you on social media. Yes, so I'm I'm very easy to follow on social media. I actually go by my given name. So if you if you search for Rebecca Fleming, again Fleming has two M's in it. Um, I am on LinkedIn um, and Facebook. Um, I do have an Instagram, but I'm not out there as much. Um, and I do have the personal website, which is Rebecca dot Fleming Rebecca Fleming dot com. 
Um, my email, again, is really simple, Rebecca.Fleming at Yahoo.com. And the books, um, um, Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power is only available on my personal site, but the other two books, Love Lessons and uh, Finding Fearless, are both available on Kindle and Amazon. The best way to find the books is just to search for my name, Rebecca Fleming, and they'll pop right up. Well, there you have it, guys. We have truly been blessed by our interview with Dr. Fleming on tonight. I know you have been blessed as well. We thank you so very much for being on the show with us on tonight, and we wish you nothing but success in the days and the weeks to come. We hope you all. We hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving with your family coming up, and uh, you enjoy uh, these uh, few days off that you have before 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 the work week starts again on uh, the following Monday. But again, thank you so much for being on the show with us on tonight and sharing with us uh, your insights into your three books and all that you have to offer. Thank you so much, Dr. Fleming, and may God continue to bless you. May God cover, keep, and bless you and all that you do as well. Thank you so much. It's been a true honor. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll don't, right don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Award-winning journalist, Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. And all we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi because, again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that she's not going to be the ones who stopped uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. The black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Mayor Owens from East Point, Michigan, and you are listening to one of the most educational, motivating, and inspiring radio stations, Thinking Out Loud with Michael Nimmons. 
Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. Tonight's show was thankful, which is the first six letters of Thanksgiving. And much like Christmas, which the first six letters just happened to be Christ, we often make the mistake of missing the entire purpose of the holiday itself by getting caught up in the superficial accoutrements of the day. The turkey, the dressing, the macaroni and cheese and all the fixings, instead of taking some time to reflect on the meaning of the holiday itself. The psalmist David begins Psalms 136 by invoking a command upon his readers. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. This scripture rightfully sets the tone for upcoming Thanksgiving celebrations because all of us have something to be thankful for. And most importantly, all of us are recipients of God's mercy. And most assuredly, that is something to be thankful for. King David continues in verse 2, O give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. Here David is recognizing the supremacy and sovereignty of who David refers to as the God of gods. He is not to be put on the same platform as anyone else. He transcends anyone who would seek to put themselves above him. There is, as one songwriter put it, nobody greater than him. David continues, To him who alone doth great works, for his mercy endureth forever. Here David is admonishing us to not just thank him for who he is, but to also thank him for what he has done. All of us under the sound of my voice 
have something that we have to be thankful for. And at the heart of this Thanksgiving celebration is the opportunity as well as the privilege to thank God for everything that he has done. The Apostle Paul calls our gratitude to God our reasonable service. It is the very least that we can do for all that he has done for us. And that is to simply be thankful. Being thankful is definitely the best attitude to have when it comes to our relationship with God because Imagine if we had to pay for the things that God provides us without any strings attached, without any annual fees required, without a surcharge. All he wants, all he desires from us is to simply be thankful. And for some, even that is too much to ask. We live in a society and a world where people seem to take everything for granted. We live in a world where people, instead of feeling grateful, they feel entitled. Instead of being thankful, they are thoughtless. Instead of being selfless, they are selfish. And we never see it happen more clearer than during Thanksgiving. The holiday with David's instructions in his name is also the holiday that marks the beginning of not just the biggest holiday of the year, but the biggest shopping day of the year. Isn't it ironic that on the day after we've celebrated all that God has blessed us with, we line up outside stores across America to trample over our brothers and sisters to get more things that we couldn't afford had it not been for the God we just thanked the day before. It seems we missed the entire point of this blessed occasion. Are we just going through the motions? And these occasions have nothing to do with God and everything to do with us. Our plans, our party, our celebration, our food, our family. Forget about those who are less fortunate than us. Forget about where we could be if it were not for the God who the holiday itself proclaims that we should thank. Where have we gone wrong? How did we get so far off track? And more importantly, how can we reconcile our ways? Unfortunately, we've gotten so caught up in the tradition of society and lost sight of the great things that God has done for us. We become consumed with what I can get for myself rather than consider those that are without we become enamored with taking selfies to ultimately glorify ourselves instead of seeking to find the good in others to lift up our fellow man. The good news is that the road back to the path we all should be on is found in the same place where our thought of the week began. The first seven letters of the word thanksgiving and that is thanks. Just as the theme of tonight's show thankful is the attitude that we should have which best reflects what God expects for all of his marvelous works to the children of men, let this Thanksgiving be the start of something new. Let this Thanksgiving be the day where you're truly grateful to the one who indeed makes all things possible, and that is and will always be Jesus the Christ. Happy Thanksgiving from the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
I want to give a special thanks to author and speaker Rebecca Fleming for being on tonight's show with us. Remember, if you want to purchase any of her books, A Pocket Full of Wisdom and Power, Finding Fearless, and her latest book entitled Love Lessons, just go to www.rebeccafleming.com. I'm sure they're going to bless you. Again, it's www.rebeccafleming.com. That's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-F-L-E-M-M-I-N-G.com. And again, I'm sure they're going to bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Thanksgiving edition of tonight's show. We truly, truly appreciate it. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Your support helps to increase our exposure across the world wide web. We appreciate you on tonight. We hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving with your family and your friends. Have a great fellowship, but never, but always remember to give God thanks, most importantly. So until next time, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.